0: Welcome to the mindful chiropractor podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vic. I'm excited that you're here. This podcast is all about helping chiropractors level up in the five elements of their life, which is mindset, marriage, mission, movement, and money. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to another episode here on The Mindful Experiment. Excited to have you here as we're going to dive deep into a topic to help you really attract and work more at ease when it comes to getting the new patients that you desire. We'll talk much more in depth with that in this episode. Before we do, we have a new program that we're coming out with, and it's really a condensation of the things that I've been doing in my coaching program, specifically for chiropractors, And what it is, it's a blend of the mind, the body, spirit, or you want to talk about purpose and passion and and things along that nature. And it's a 90-day program. So normally I do this in six months with my one-on-one clients, and we go through they go through the process of this. And it's mainly mindset and vision and quantum and vibe and subconscious and you know activity stuff. And I've been wanting to do this to condense it if I could to 90 days. And what it's going to do, it's going to help get your mind right, get your vision right. And from that perspective, we get into alignment with our actions and we get into business principles and we create strategies and, and different sequences and systems to share, to help you level up. So in 90 days, heck, even before that, you will level up in your business, in your practice and you really grow. But not only just from a financial standpoint, from a, from, but more from a deeper level. Right, Not this, just, oh, I'm making more money, I'm doing great, but we didn't correct other things. It's expanding in all areas of your life. It's really the holistic way, just like chiropractic. And so if you are interested and you want to get on to waiting list to hear more about this, just go look at the show notes and the link below. It's right in the top of the paragraph. There'll be a link there. You click. All you have to do is put your name and email, and I will let you know When we release this program, it's going to be coming out soon. We're hoping mid-October is where we're looking at right now. And um, there's a lot of great results that I've been getting in my coaching program that I'm taking it to a whole new level. So for those who are interested and do want to sign, there is going to be a nice discount when it comes to the program because this is the first time we're launching it. So take advantage of it. Um, Also, before we get into today's topic... I have a free Facebook group and a LinkedIn group, um, the Prosperous Chiropractor Club, and it's basically concepts and tips and reels and all these different things that you can elevate your mind to elevate in your practice and elevate in every area of your life. It is absolutely free. All you have to do is just click on the links to join. Um, There's a couple questions asked for the Facebook one, and then we'll get you submitted into there and so much more. And last but not least, I have a free ebook on the 10 mistakes chiropractors make that you want to try to avoid. And you can go check it out. It's an easy read. Um, dives deep into a lot of the elements that I've seen, not only in my own practice, but with chiropractors I've been coaching now for almost two years. And it's one of the things where this can be a game changer for a lot of people that it has been. who have read it because it creates awareness to some of the mistakes that commonly are seen in the profession. So take a look. Again, that's in the show notes for you to download. All right, let's get into today's topic. So a lot of the work I do as a coach, is always about vision, getting clarity, having what's your soul's purpose, diving into all that stuff. And there's a reason why I'm so big on that. Because in my practice, when I first started, I felt like I was doing everything I can to try to grow a practice and serve my community and be that lead chiropractor that I wanted to become. And in that process, I, I saw a lot of I had a lot of burnout, a lot of exhaustion, frustration, hitting a lot of walls. Um, Never really feel like I was serving a population that really was I was more passionate about. I mean, I love serving people in general when it comes to chiropractic. Love it. But there's a certain specific level to what takes me to that specific, like that ideal patient, if you want to say. And it took me five years to hit my financial peak to get so burned out so many times, and I've shared this in the podcast before, to there came a point where I thought about leaving the profession. And in that that journey, it awakened me to realize that it's all about vision at the end of the day. And when I did that, I never had to worry about new patients again. Never had to worry about my practice again. Yes, even during COVID, I didn't have to worry about it. And the reason why is because when you get crystal clear on your vision and your actions align to that, success is going to come. It's, it's 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 universal law it's the law of vibration and so when you look at your practice how clear are you and i mean really clear is the population that you want to serve and if you're saying i want to serve everybody not going to work not going to work there's a marketing law that is 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 basically that you have to have you people call it a niche but that ideal avatar, ideal patient, that ideal person, that ideal demographic that you want to serve, that brings a lot of fulfillment to you. I'm not saying you can't serve other people. So here's an example. I saw roughly about 50%, on average, 50% pediatric patient volume. Okay, We hit all the way up to 63%. That was my record. We saw about 10 to 15% pregnancy and so forth. So some people go, when I say I'm a pediatric certified pediatric chiropractor, a lot of times people, the public will ask and go, is that all you see as pediatrics? Because I would love to come see you. I heard so-and-so goes to you and I'd love to come. Do you see adults? Absolutely. My oldest patient is like 96. No, like I said, but the peds is just what we focus on. We're specialized in that. We have advanced training in it. I go, but we also can help with adults too. And so when you add up the numbers, 35% of my practice was adults. Now, if we take that number from family members and pull that out, From there, it was probably like 20% of my my patients were, give or take, maybe, um, were just adults coming to get adjusted. And my focus was peds and pregnancy and infertility. That's what I did. That was my bread and butter. But did I also serve those people? They were adults. Yes. Did I have someone to come in who could barely walk and help them? Absolutely. Uh, Did someone have certain conditions? We worked nutrition stuff with them and all this other stuff. Absolutely. It just wasn't my main thing. But when it comes to your practice, how clear are you with the patient demand, the demographics, the type of people, and so forth? And the more specific you can get, the better. Let me say it again. The more specific you can get, the better. It's a chiropractic law. The more specific the adjustment you do, I guess, maybe better the response. I know from a total perspective, that's true. And so thinking about that when it comes to your practice. Who is the people that you want to see? Who do you want to serve? What are their problems? What are their pain points? What are they going through? What's their struggles? What are the the common things they're going to experience? How crystal clear are you on all those things? And if you're not crystal clear on them and you have no clue or you're kind of like, I call it the mumbling jargon. And what that means is that it's not making fun of anyone. I did this too. It's just you're not clear on it. So you talk more. When I first got into coaching, I started doing my coaching practice back in 2018 at the end. I used to have people record and do a, share their vision, and I would say the goal is to do it in one minute. And when I first did this, it was my first time doing coaching, my first time running it in the group coaching setting, and so forth. I think the average time frame for a video was six minutes, and the longest was eighteen. That's what I mean by the jargon, right? We're not crystal clear, so we keep talking, and we keep talking, and we keep talking, and, and it's not a bad thing. You're going to eventually get to that discovery process. And what I love is those people I work through by the end of the the, the five weeks. They're able to get it down to a couple of minutes, not where we want to be because I want it to be 30 seconds, but it was better than where they were. And nowadays, some of my former students or clients, um, it's funny because they can get it down in 30 seconds, 20 seconds, like nothing. And it's amazing because the clarity that they have from that and some of my clients I work with now who have been w- coaching with me for a couple of years, it's they have that crystal clarity to their vision and their practice is just blowing up. And it may be a chiropractor, it may be a business owner too, but their business is excelling. It's thriving, it's growing. And it's one of those things where it's a constant, beautiful growth because they're crystal clear in their vision. So who is that demographic that you want to serve? Is it sports and in the athletic world? Is it male? Is it female? Is it both? Is there an age range to it? Or is it adults? Do you want to have a PI office? Do you want to be more acute care? And if it's acute care, what kind of things are you looking at? Is it just lower back? Is it neck? If you like headaches and migraines, what are you doing there? Right? What are the things that you enjoy and what you look for? Is it peds? It's a pregnancy. I know some docs that just want to be pregnancy docs and that's how they take on and only take on. I know some docs that are pediatrics and pregnancy. I know some that are just peds. It, it, there's no right or wrong. It's what you want to do at the end of the day, not what someone told you, what you think may work, or you saw someone successfully say, hey, maybe they were successful doing that. I should do that too, just for the heck of it. It's what you truly want to do. And this is not going to be figured out in a day. So if you think you're going to listen to this podcast and all of a sudden say, I'll know what this is by tomorrow, you won't. Vision work, especially if you haven't been working on it, it's going to take time. It's a couple of days, at least. It's a process. And so when you're thinking about your life and your practice to really excel it, And to really get from great, create strong roots to handle any changes, you want to get real specific to who that pain, that, that, that demographics or who it is you want to serve. Now saying that there's another layer to this and I want to share with you guys. So we got, we know who our ideal clients are now, right? We, maybe it's, maybe it's sports, maybe it's PIs, maybe it's, it's a workman cop, maybe it's insurance heavy, maybe it's cash practice. And it's a specific type of people in that market you want to serve. Maybe it's 20 to 40 year olds. Maybe it's, you know, 30 to 45. Maybe it's, you know, some people just are mainly back issues, and I have all the tech that I'm buying that aligns with it, right? So, like, if you're just you're, or maybe you're a corrective specialist and you want to work on structure care, which is maybe CBP and pedipon type work or clear institute type things. Maybe scoliosis is a specific thing you want to do, and you're working at you like to work with the teenagers and help them before they go to get the surgery out. You see how there's just so much of this, and you gotta understand? I'm sharing a lot of these things that I thought I, I had because I was I had I have I used to have scoliosis, and so. Scoliosis, when I was in school, I wanted to learn and I learned a ton. I learned from Dr. Dennis Wogan's program, Clear Institute. I worked with different organizations that did Pettibon and CBP and all these different things that can help. And I was like, I'm going to help people with that. I love nutrition and I had a lot of health issues and I use nutrition to heal a lot of it herbology and oriental medicine and so much more. And to see my life go through that, I got passionate about that. Then I had a tamper into peds, but I kind of in school and then I kind of walked away from it. And I didn't go back to it until six years later. Um, but then I wanted to get into peds, and then I wanted to help peds with their, you know, their health and their nutrition and all these other things. So you can see that there was a lot that I knew I could take conditions and work with people and help them with them, whatever that was, autoimmune, if it was GI stuff, it was you know, certain types of inflammatory processes, um, digestive gut health, microbiome issues, brain health, I was very good with neurodegenerative issues. So you can see there's a lot I love to do, and I love doing all. But as I got further into my career, by year five, I had to get real specific. And when I changed my practice around, that's what I did. And it soared. Now, what do I mean by soar? I never, in all transparency, I never hit the amount of sales I hit ever again. So when I peaked at five years in sales, that was my highest I ever had. I was working 26 hours a week, um, probably more like 32 to probably almost 38 to 40 with the business on and off. And... You know, my wife and I, you know, we come home, it'd be quick dinner, and we're resting, rest, resetting our night and then getting ready to go for the next day. From that moment, from one year from making the changes, I dropped my hours from 26 working office hours to 14 and a half. I almost doubled my hourly pay. Basically, what that means is how much I made an hour. And when, and when I look at it, my profits went up. So, and my profits up significantly. And so, when it went from that, I was actually making more money for the amount of work I was putting in. Right, trading time for money. And a lot of times, successful business business owners, and that's just not chiropractors as any business owner, they're very efficient with trading their time for money. They'll they'll they they are very big on that. Chiropractors, they don't. We always talk about some chiropractors talk about their in insurance. They talk about how much they charge into the insurance companies. So that's not what you're collecting. So I don't know where that came from. And it's usually, I find that from more of the older docs. Then there's other docs who you'll hear all the time talk about their sales and just talk how much sales they get, how much collections they get. That means nothing either. Collections mean nothing. When you come to, because at the end of the day, it matters what you're making, right? It's overhead expenses and what you make. And looking at that perspective, I'm going to do a whole podcast on that, and I'll break down some equations for you guys. I'll give you a free sheet, a sheet to Excel sheet to use that I usually share with my clients, uh, my chiropractic ones, that you can use to really figure out profit margins and things like that. And be able to emphasize on how you can cut costs to really get more specific in the things. But again, it, it comes back to that. My story is is that I cut down my hours so much, I made more. You know, it's one of the things where it was about a thousand an hour. My goal was always to hit a thousand an hour. That's what I wanted to make in sales. And it's one of those things where I achieved that. And I maintained it all throughout the rest of my career uh, in my practice before we closed it. And so it was one of those things where um, it came to that process of that was important to me because that really mattered. Because what matters to me is efficiency. What I love is being as efficient as I possibly can. I, I just love it. I thrive off it. And when I really understood that, then I said, how efficient can I get? And I just started getting more and more efficient to where the last year of my practice, I had a 79% profit margin. That's how much I made off all my collections. 79. I averaged 730, 70-30 for most of my career. Uh, obviously, in the beginning, it was a lot different. Uh, but after like the third year, fourth year, because uh, our fourth year, we ramped up our expenses. But I tripled my, what was it? Yeah, I tripled almost my rent. In, in, in my fourth year. But um uh, by year five, um, it was seventy thirty. And from that moment on, it was always seventy thirty. Until my last year it was seventy-nine twenty-one. Twenty-one means that's how much my overhead was twenty-one percent. And so when you're you're looking at clarity, you want to get specific and you want to know what your vision is. And then you also want to make sure that you are serving in that way. Know what their pain is. That's number two. What are the things that they go through? What are the scenarios that they're going to go right? Moms would love when I say, here's what you can expect. And I it out what they would expect and it would happen. And then they go, how did you know that? I said, it's just the most common thing that I see. I'm not saying it would be that, but and sometimes it wasn't. But I was like, most of time, that's what it is. And what happens is I build rapport. They know that, and I'm showing how I have authority. I have an expert authority there, and I'm showing them that. Same thing if somebody's going through back pain. They have disc issues. Let's say you specialize in disc. You have decompressions. You have shockwave. You've got some lasers and stuff like that for pain and all this stuff, right? And you tell them, hey, you're going to get adjusted today. We're going to do this, blah, 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 blah. And then here's what's going to happen next, right? And then if you don't, you know, the other thing you say, if you don't do this, I do say this. I say this to patients too, like if you don't choose to do this, this, will either, this is going to get worse over time in some way, shape, or form. It could change into other things. It can get continually to get worse as a symptom. If it's with children or if it's with someone in pain, so if someone has like a disc issue, we all know that if the disc is not taken care of, it is only going to get worse. We also know that from a subluxation standpoint for children, if there's a subluxation pattern built in and the nervous system's revving, which means they're, they're, they're sympathetic dominant, I, 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 any book you read in Physiology, When it comes to over-sympathetic dominant dominant nervous system that is continually doing that and we don't correct the subluxation process, which turns on the stress, if we don't change that, and this is all gate theory and all this stuff, with proprioception and nociception and all that, if we don't do those things, the nervous system is just going to constantly be running, 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 and it's going to wear down the body. And this is what we're going to start to see more conditions. You don't have to believe me on this. Just look at Chronic illnesses in, in children. Look at chronic illnesses in teenagers. Look at chronic illnesses in young twenty-year-olds. Right, conditions that were like in the sixties, seventies are getting less and less. They're coming. I mean, earlier and earlier. There's a pattern to that, and it all comes stem from nervous system first. And so I would assure that. And sometimes moms would be like, "Whatever, I'm not going." You know, they don't sign up, whatever. But they will see little Johnny. We'll just use the term Johnny, little Johnny, and. Everything I laid out was start to show happening. And they're like, wow, he's getting worse. He's noticing this. Now his energy levels aren't great. He's not sleeping well. He's not this. And I'm just like, again, we'll take a step back. Sympathetic revs, digestion, immune system, brain function, like memory, short-term memory, focus and concentration, and um, reproductive health. I was like, those are the four. There's more than that, but there's going to be, for explanation purposes, these are the four that are going to show up and be affected in some way. Some will show symptoms, some won't. But if there's digestive stuff, we may not see digestive issues, but there may be an energy issue. There may be sleep issues. And that will be some signs, right? And there could be brain fog, especially in adults. I used to tell this to my adults. They'll be like, when I see scans, I see their digestive upset. I'm like, I don't have any digestive issues. I go regularly. I do this. I do that. It's fine. I say, here, let's do a little game. Let's let's just be a little awareness game. And they'll be like, okay. And I'll say, okay, what I want you to do is next time, every time you eat, I want to monitor? Just yes and no. When you eat, do you get brain fog? Do you get tired? Do you get sleepy? Thirty minutes within thirty minutes afterwards. Okay. Um, the other thing is qual- judge your sleep at night. You toss and turn in the middle of the night. You wake up hot. You used to have night sweats. Let's look at those things. So I would, what I'm doing is I'm I'm showing them like I'm sh- running a show from a functional standpoint. What's going on? Right? I know their stuff, and it's amazing because I'll come back and go, "Damn, doc, you're right." Um, I, I, I don't think straight for the first two minutes. So, man, when I eat, I get bloated and I get very tired. Okay, there's a digestive issue there. It's usually a microbiome, some other stuff. But I'm showing authority. So you want to know their stuff. Obviously, I knew the kids' stuff very, very well. And I knew the stress on the child. I knew the stress on the parents. Even with COVID, I think one of our successes we had during COVID when we took a 40% hit was I knew what moms go through. I've been under pediatric care, serving kids now for four years at that high 40, 50, 50% range. I mean, we went from 6 to 48%, but we averaged around 50%. I've had a lot of conversations with moms at this point. I've heard the stories. And now we have a lockdown. What are kids doing? They're going to be on a screen. Six, eight hours a day, moms gonna parents are going to have to educate the kids. They're doing homeschooling like this. They haven't done this before. So I looked and I was like, man, that's way more stress, not only on mom, but also on the kid. The kids aren't moving as much. They're going to be on blue blue light. There's going to be all this stress. And then the stress of the household is going to affect the kids because they're sponges to energy. So I, we we put a whole plan together and tried to help solve that because we knew that pain. And I believe that's one of the reasons why we soared three months later with records in our office, and continue to break records, and continue to maintain um, that volume until the day we close our office. And and just for clarity, if you don't know why I closed my office, we closed it because we couldn't sell it. It wasn't because our office wasn't doing well. I mean, heck, if you have a seventy nine twenty one percent profit twenty seventy nine percent profit margin in your business, um, you, you basically if you even make even if you make ten thousand a month, I mean that's seventy nine hundred dollars. Uh, I'm not saying my expenses were that; they're about more than that, but. Uh, My overhead was, but the volume we were seeing, we cleared easily. Actually, I made more money in my last year than I was expecting because we were closing. I told my accountant, let's be very aggressive with writing off as much as we possibly can and so forth. And then I got hit with a surprise tax bill, more than what I expected, but it is what it is. That's life. Not a problem I have per se, but at the end of the day, that's what you want to do. So end of the podcast here, it's very simple. Get clear on who you want to serve. Get it down to their the age, to the symptoms that they have, to what, even with that clarity, you can add in then to what is in your office. Here's a, here's a reality check for you. You can go in your office and look and see if those, once you figure out your ideal patient, then look in your office and see what you do in your office helps and align to that. Because that was a wake up call for me. The second thing is know their world and know what they go through. Know their pain, know their struggles, know what they, what's hurting, affecting them. And you become that solution, and show them that through your examination, through your conversations, and so much more. When you can do those things, you become more effective and congruent. This is how you build a practice without you having to do any marketing, any guru spectics, or not even using ChatGPT or any of this stuff. You can. This is old school stuff that will always work when it comes to healthcare. There are other things you want to do, and I'm not saying all those don't work. I teach and share those with my clients, but it's it comes down to when you can just do this. You will grow your practice organically. I was a referral practice 100%. Never, you know, some people say, well, you have a website that's not 100%. Okay, I get it. I had Google, I had online, I had a great presence. I had like, I was ranked in the top 10 in my, my community. I was ranked, in the, I had four to five, up to six. One time we had eight um, different spots on there. So we had a very strong online appearance and presence, and we were always top one in Google, one to two in Google places, and top one always in our place. So yeah, was that, that was free marketing. I'd have to pay for that. I just put the listing up there. So maybe we're $0 marketing. Maybe that should be a better term for it. But we did that. And that's what helped us grow. And we had systems in place to maintain. I didn't need to see 40, 50, 60 new patients to maintain my numbers. I think it was like seven new patients just to maintain my numbers. And if we got 10 to 12, I knew we were growing. So, But get crystal clear, know their world, and that will help you. Now, if you're looking and you want, hey, I love what you're talking about, man. I love to have a coach like this to dive into these things and much more. This is what I do for chiropractors. And I was just looking at my numbers this year and the average chiropractor that I worked with grew 50 to 65% in just you know anywhere from five to seven months. I was just looking at reviewing one of my client's numbers. Uh, he's been coaching since the beginning of this year and he already has grown 75%. We're not done with the year yet. We're on pace to break over a double. And it's not always need to be business stuff. It's always mindset stuff and getting clear. He's already doubled almost, just shy, patient volume. Financially, we got some work to do, but patient volume almost doubled. So these are the things. If you're looking for stuff like these things to create alignment, to make more ease into what you do and be congruent with it, and you're, you're going to do the work to make that all help work with me to make that happen, let's have a conversation. Let's talk. www.callwithdrvick.com. That's at the bottom uh, in the show notes, check it out. I do have a couple spots available for chiropractors right now. I don't, I have a very boutique practice where I put a lot of energy into my clients and I don't want to have hundreds and hundreds of clients. I'm here to serve a very small percentage because I can really give what is needed because our, unfortunately our profession, it's more and not in our profession, just in general. I've been through so many coaches. Some some have been great for me. Um, For the most part, I've had great coaches. uh, And I'm very blessed with that. But one of the things that I learned from them is that individual experience to be really to be there for the person. And so that's what I do. That's my little short sale here, um, sale pitch here. But if you're interested in looking for a coach, or just want to have a conversation and to hear things out. Get to know about you and so forth. Call with drvic.com. There's a little application you fill out and then there's a time you can book a call with me and we'll dive in for 30 minutes. Absolutely free. No strings attached whatsoever. Um, all I ask is for serious inquiries. So that's all we got. Please subscribe to the podcast and please share a review. Um, it really helps us get this out there. Um, and it's one of the things where we are really trying to grow this podcast in the chiropractic profession to be the leaders when it comes to mindfulness, mindful practices for chiropractors to ease one's mind, to get the mind right get the vibe right. So it can help us elevate the chiropractor. And if we can get more people to do that, then we elevate the profession to the level where it is needed to be and so much more. Thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. Until next time, I'll talk to you on the next one. Thanks for tuning into the episode. If you found this to be inspirational, you grabbed something that really moved you pay it forward by sharing this with someone that, you know, can benefit. If this is your first time listening, click follow and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a new episode. And check out the show notes. I have a private Facebook group that you can check out that I share tons of content, tons of great material, and so much more. And hit me up on the social media with any questions, comments. And if you have a content or something you want me to share or create an episode for, do not hesitate to reach out. Appreciate you. Have a blessed day.